Hey everyone, welcome back to the Glass Seeds Podcast. This is our show where two hockey aficionados discuss their perspectives on headlines surrounding the NHL, including recent stories, game highlights, league culture, and other topics trending amongst the fans. This is Vidi. And my name is Mernal. And this week in hockey, we're going to be talking about one of the most exciting and heart-pumping departments in hockey. I, I don't know which one you're talking about. Department of Player Safety. Oh, <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> Isn't this the, what everybody loves? The, very, the referees and the, the player safety? Because that's what the NHL seems to think. The very inconsistent uh, decision-making, yeah. Yeah, this is, it's like live soap opera. It really is like reality TV at this point. Yeah, spin the wheel. It's yeah. Wheel of Fortune. It's Wheel of for- or Misfortune, yeah. Yeah. Depending on what you get, so. And uh, I have to take this attitude because I freaking hate that we have to keep discussing this. Yeah. And I'm going to just not take it so seriously. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, I don't expect change because uh, why would I? based on the track record. Yeah. So if you have not kept up with the storylines, um, this past week in the NHL has been one of the most violent. Yeah. I was going to say, this has been a very violent, this might yeah. be a very violent episode. Um, yeah. Lots of players getting hurt, lots of fighting, a uh, few suspensions handed out and a few suspensions not handed out. Yeah. Bogus. So we're going to get into all of that and uh, break it down for you here. Yeah. So let's get started out in Columbus versus mm-hmm. Florida. Yeah. This is the Eric Gabranson and Nick Cousins were the two players involved here. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give a quick summary if you haven't seen it. But basically, um, dump and play. Puck goes behind the Florida net. Sorry, behind the Columbus net. Gabranson, defenseman for Columbus, is chasing it down. Nick Cousins hits Gabranson into the boards from behind the net. I wouldn't say it was a hit. It was definitely boarding, I think. Yeah, yeah. it was It was boarding, yeah. which is two-minute uh, minor, typically. Mm-hmm. Um, so then. Because it was a bad hit, scrum breaks out. Everybody tussles for a little bit. Cousins is given a five-minute major for boarding. After video review, it's downgraded to a two-minute minor. Mm-hmm. Six minutes later into the game, Gabranson tackles Nick Cousins and punches him while he is down on the ice. Uh, he basically doesn't give Cousins a chance to fight. Cousins, Cousins still has his gloves on, um, so it's not really a fight. It's more of just a tackle and beat down. Yeah. Uh, Gabranson is given the following penalties. Two minutes for instigating, 10-minute game misconduct, five minutes for fighting, and 10 minutes for instigator misconduct. Mm-hmm. So penalties for instigating the fight, penalties for fighting, and then he's out of the game. Yeah. Um, Department of Player Safety gave Gabranson a one-game suspension mm-hmm. for his actions. Yeah. Thoughts? Uh, I thought the suspension was a little bit unnecessary, if I'm be totally honest. Really? Um, I, but I do think that Cabranson was uh, a little unhinged, in my opinion. And he could have just, if he kept his composure a little bit better. I mean, the, the hit was bad. I'm not gonna. It yeah. was clear, evident boarding. Um, and he should have. He had the right to be upset. I just think he, if he just kind of bottled his emotions a little bit better, he would have helped this team out. And uh, he didn't. So, yeah, I mean, definitely could have helped his team out, right? Yeah. Like, even if you wanted to fight him, just fight him. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do you yeah. have to tackle him into the ice? Yeah. You know? It was a lot of just foul play, it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, um, yes, it was a bad hit. Yeah. But he got the penalty. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't it be over by then? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think, I don't know. I don't know what he was trying to win with that, I guess, or what he was trying to accomplish with his. Yeah. It's just angry. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Just anger. But was he trying to send a message? Was he trying to... I don't know. Was he... It, yeah, I really don't know. Honestly, don't know. On, from the video, it looks like he's just mad. He's yeah, just, just like, angry. you know what? Just yeah. temper tantrum. Kind he's of. like, you know what? I'm just going to take this guy out. Yeah. 
<laughs> he got ejected though, right? Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, at so what cost it, was that worth it? I it wasn't know. a smart play. No. But you still, despite all of this, you think the suspension wasn't necessary. I mean, I think him getting booted from the game was bad enough. It was just, he was just acting like a child. Mm-hmm. He got booted from the game. He hurt his team. I, I don't remember who won that game, but um, yeah, I, I, I think that's a big enough. I think the embarrassment he faced was the big enough punishment, honestly. Really? I, I thought uh, DOPS went light here. Really? Like, Why is that? This is exactly what you don't want, right? You gave oh, like a goon behavior. Goon behavior, and you gave out a penalty. Mm-hmm. It should have been over. There was a penalty and there was a scrum. Yeah. What more are you fighting for? I mean, they, they booted him, right? Like, yeah, no, I meant, why is Gabranson still tackling the guy? Oh, oh, that, like, yeah. Even by, if we're going by hockey code, mm-hmm. it's over. He got the penalty. Yeah. You fight a guy when the refs won't do their jobs. The refs did their jobs in this case. Yeah, yeah, they, that He is gave true. him a five-minute, reviewed it, said it's two minutes, which I think was fair. Yeah. Two-minute boarding. Yeah. I mean, done, I, right? I think there's also, like, the code of... There's the fighting code in the sense that, you know, they had to send a message just just because it's like almost like a formality like an example i can think of immediately remember in the playoffs when like uh cory perry accidentally like strictly accidentally need Tavares in the face yeah that and was then they had to fight after just to clear the air kind of thing yeah but then i don't think there was any penalty given on that play right yeah because it was it was accidental it yeah. was a freak accident yeah. yeah so no penalty and you fight okay that's hockey code yeah penalty no fight that's the real rule book. Yeah, that's there true. There was a penalty and you still fought him. Yeah, and it was a clear penalty too. And you fought him yeah. and it was fine. Mm-hmm. There was a scrum right after that hit. Yeah. And then you fought him again. Yeah. Like, come on. That was That's just not exercising uh, emotional discipline, yeah. I think. So. To me, we're going to get to this um, in a second, mm-hmm. but this is exactly the same as what David Perron did in my book. Yeah. Oh, okay. Perron yeah. got a way heavier suspension. Yeah. Yeah, th- that was a that was a bad play. So actually, I'll I'll recap that, recap that one. Um, yeah. So it was Ottawa versus Detroit in Detroit. Um, and basically, what happened? It, it was kind of strange in the sense that there was a scrum in front of the Ottawa net, I believe it was, and uh, Dylan Larkin kind of got a. I don't remember if it was a punch or if it was more of like a cross check to his neck. And he's he's been cross checked in that area before. It's flared up injuries and stuff kind of a sensitive area for dylan larkin matthew joseph punched slash cross checked him in the neck um and then i don't remember who was coming in oh parker kelly was coming Mm -hmm. into the scrum and um kind of unfortunately like they both collided into larkin at the same time but joseph and uh parker kelly and he was knocked out cold on the ice it it was actually kind of a scary scene he wasn't really moving at all they brought the stretcher yeah he was there was lights out Yeah. yeah um and immediately after when i say immediately i mean david perron looked behind saw his captain on the ice and then went after the wrong guy the wrong senators and <laughs> player yeah so, so yeah like what happened is uh joseph went to go call the trainer from the detroit bench yeah. and then there was another senator's player standing next to larkin which was artem zub yeah and he was just making sure larkin was good yeah like, well, even like, if he was just standing there he's yeah. just standing there the play was just called dead yeah and perron went after him yeah because he was the closest guy mm-hmm and that is just, oh my God. I, first things first, I want to say one, I, Dylan Larkin, he's doing better now. He's in a, you know, he's practicing in a non-contact jersey and, you know, hope Artem Zub wasn't, wasn't too great after the retaliation he took from Perron. Um, I think he's doing okay too. I'm glad that both the players are doing okay. That's obviously the most important, but two, what the hell was David Perron doing? I was like, what are you, I mean, 
I don't know. He's had a history of just kind of being goonish, in my opinion. Oh, it's really? Better, yeah, with St. Louis. I mean, we're just going to ignore the Travis connecting. He, like, cross-checked to the face when... Uh, and then, or the, when he jumped Nazem Kadri. Given that Nazem Kadri's also got a history himself, but and it was the playoffs, but, like, this dude is, this is, this is a man-child. I'm sorry. This is a man-child who just gets angry for no reason. And there's no reason to, like... No Senators player was, like, standing over him or, like, trying to intimidate him or anything. There was no, like, hostility. Like, they weren't even trying to knock out the guy. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and then David Brown's like, oh, I gotta go, go prove my manliness and just beat up someone. Wrong I'm, guy, too. I mean, I have no problem with Perron uh, wanting to fight someone. Because I get it. You're on the ice. You don't know what happened. You just see Larkin out cold. Your first assumption is that someone hit him, right? So you just go run after some Senators no. player? No. Well, you find a willing combatant, which is where he, what he didn't do. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I feel, I, honestly, I mean, I feel bad for Larkin, that, first and foremost, but why did Artem, what did Artem Zub do? To? Yeah, he just got astray for He's no catching reason. catching strays. Yeah. yeah, I was like, what is the point of this? Like, so, yeah, for yeah. those actions, David Perron got, was kicked from the game yeah. and got a six-game suspension. Yeah. So, connecting these two, if Perron's got a six games for this. I do think six games might have been a little heavy. Maybe like three okay. to four. Fine. Should have been good. Doesn't that make Gabranson's light? Okay, yeah. By that logic, it's yes. The, it's the same thing. It is goonish behavior, you, yeah. You fought an unwilling combatant. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, especially because yeah. Cousins couldn't, like, defend himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, it, yeah. It's neither, a very... neither one was willing to fight. Yeah. And fighting is allowed in hockey. Yes. Between willing combatants. Yes. And that's what we want to see as fans. I have no problem with physicality. Yeah. I don't want this to be a no-hitting game. Yeah. But willing combatant. Yeah. Right? Drop the gloves, fight him. Yeah, it was. It's a very, it's almost the same play, but two very different results in terms of suspensions yeah. or, or discipline, whatever you want to call it. And this is why we call it the freaking wheel because yeah. you have no idea what's going to come out of the Department of Player Safety. In both these cases, right, penalties were given. Yeah, like I think we talked about this in a previous episode that we enjoy the physicality. Mm-hmm. We like that it's back in some sense, right? Yeah, and I think you had mentioned wanting um you know that hockey code of you know if you're not going to police the game refs aren't going to police the game take it in your own matters yeah yeah take but this is the problem with that right what happens when someone takes it too far Mm. a referee is employed by the league and can be fired for a bad job yeah technically yeah it it was strange i watching both of these clips it was strange that they just kind of stood there in the corner and watched i mean they they did try to hold players back but they were just like Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean. No, I don't I mean, know. Like, the, yeah, like, what's the ref gonna do? Get in between Gabranson's fists and the ice? I mean, probably they've done it with other scrums, right? But I'm they, not saying they usually do it him, once but... the fighter in a willing com- fight. They mm-hmm. do it once they're kind of tired out, right? Right. And they can come in and grab them. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. The refs don't have that much power, but, but it's just this is like six games. I think for both of them should have been right. You should have thrown the book at both of them. Because mm. you, the message that player is sending is that I don't care what the ref does. I have to take revenge. Mm. And you are not following the rules that the league has set out. Mm. Which is like, then what are we doing here? Got it. This yeah. is just free for all, right? Yeah, it's just it throwing a dart into the middle of nowhere. Yeah, fucking, why do you play with sticks? Come out with uh, freaking chainsaws. Just <laughs> yeah. hack people then. <laughs> yeah. If there's, there's no rules. It's just, just a broom, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Why does Ryan Reeves have a stick? Give him a club. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is this then? Yeah. I, I don't know if I would go six-game suspensions for both of them, but 
they should definitely have been probably the same suspension, same length suspension. So I don't I, know. I think it should have been six is fine. Six Throw is fine. The book at both. <laughs> okay, got it. Got it. Fair like, enough. In both these cases, the offenders were given penalties, and that mm-hmm. should have been done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I. Yeah. I don't know. The, it's, the inconsistency of it is off-putting, but we've talked about inconsistency so many times that it's just more of a meme at this point. Yeah. Like, so. <laughs> yeah. The fact that even we as seasoned hockey fans for over a decade mm-hmm. have no idea what's going to happen yeah yeah it's really just yeah spin the wheel let's see what happens yeah let's uh let's continue on with the violence with an in my opinion objectively dirty hit yeah and again inconsistent yeah with penalties so yeah. uh this is ryan strome we're talking about right mm-hmm. so this is anaheim versus winnipeg ryan strome of anaheim delivers a knee on knee hit yeah to kyle connor um who's also like one of the nicest guys on winnipeg yeah and is also one of the stars in the nhl that's a 40 goal scorer yeah um and he takes connor out kyle connor is expected to be out for six to eight weeks with lower body injury brutal um why is knee on knee so dangerous it's very easy to injure a player Mm -hmm. with a knee on knee hit um strome was given a five minute match penalty and mark shifley fought him right after the hit yeah um no further punishment to ryan strome yeah and um, I I think one of the craziest part is um, I don't know it 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 reminds me almost a little bit of Tomas Hurdle getting his knee yeah, hit by I had I had war flashbacks yeah Dustin, Dustin Brown, Brown I think it was yeah, yeah. and and he was absolutely he, they were projecting like oh he's gonna be the the Sidney Crosby for San Jose or whatever and he was he was good obviously he he's still playing for San Jose um but he was never that caliber ever again and he that, was like 19 when he when that happened i think that hit legitimately changed his career yeah like he's still a star player but he's not superstar this is anymore. the type of hit that ruins careers yeah kyle connor might be done yeah it, it's possible i mean it, i wouldn't i don't want to go that far i don't want to put that negative negativity out in the world but like i feel no, like i think you should give this hit the weight that it deserves but, Kyle Connor may never score 40 goals again. Oh, like in that way. I, I thought you meant like his career is done. I mean, sure, maybe he'll be a third line player. Yeah. I, I there's a legitimate chance. Yeah. That I will agree with. There's a legitimate chance he won't be the same. Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, no no suspension for a blatant knee on knee. Yeah, uh, getting kicked out of the game is enough. Yeah. Make it make sense. Please like, like and that was an illegal hit. Yeah. It's like it, it, this is of all the hits that or all the scrums I guess we've discussed today. This is the one of the few that I think is I don't know how you argue argue against it. Even yeah. if you're in a Ducks if you're a Ducks fan, like how do you And this isn't it's, one of those clear. like premeditated uh, not pre- I want to say premeditated. It's not one of those like oh it happened by accident. Like yeah. boarding sometimes okay, you went for a hit, you didn't you misjudged the distance yeah. the guy was from the boards and you boarded him. Yeah. It happens. Yes. This he Ryan Strome like flew across the zone. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen the video, you should look up the Go video. Go look at it. Yeah. But he flies across the zone intending to make that hit. Yeah. It was it was a clear dirty hit. And yeah, it really uh, man. That's that's one of those things you really need. Honestly, this is this for me seems like a six to ten game suspension. But no, nothing. Yeah, nothing. All so. of these, like all of these three that we've talked about so far, I think they should have gotten the book thrown at them. Yeah. Yeah. And this if is uh speaking of inconsistency, right? Let me put it into words. It's the NHL sometimes deciding when to enforce its rules. That's yeah. just mind-boggling. Key, key emphasis on sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like any of this any of these three we talked about uh-huh. happens in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I bet you nothing. Yeah. No penalties, no suspensions. I agree, yeah. 
But like right now, they're like halfway in between. Sometimes not even get throwing out a suspension. Yeah. Like, okay, this is what we're talking about. Why is there such a big gray zone? Yeah. And why are the results so different? Yeah. Like, I, if I had to train like an, a, this is going to get nerdy. <laughs> if I had to train an AI model yeah. for what hit leads to what suspension, mm-hmm. I bet you I would get the AI model would be confused. so bad yeah. because it'd be so confused on the separate outcomes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, this is a little side tangent, but, um, all those, all those years of Gary Batman saying, oh, no, NHL players can't go to the Olympics because we don't want them injured for right before the playoffs, but you won't enforce shit like this. I, <laughs> I, I mean, uh, okay. if you get injured in an NHL game, that's just cost of business. They don't want you getting injured in a non-NHL game. That's the thing. It's more the fact that they're, they're allowing uh, this... I don't want to keep using the word goonish behavior, but there, there's Pretending no repercussions. they care about injuries. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. It's, there's no repercussions or no consistent repercussions, it feels like. So, yeah. And, yeah. We uh, got one more, actually. Um, speaking of not knowing whether something's boarding or not, uh, <laughs> Vander Kane uh, injured uh, Brodeen uh, of the Wild. Um, I, I don't know. I watched the video, and it feels like it could have been gone either way, boarding this, or yeah. finishing your hit. I'll be honest, this one was a little more borderline. Yeah, I, I wasn't really too sure. But um, yeah, uh, no penalty, no, no hearing. Um, and Hartman kind of not jumped him, not jumped Kane, but like, you know, roughed him up a little bit. And he didn't, re- Kane didn't re- retaliate. I mean, that was just a smart play from Kane. Kane wanted the power play, yes, which he got. Yeah, yeah. Um, point is, uh, there was a, there was a, it, it was kind of borderline. It could have been similar to the Nick Cousins hit um, with no further repercussions. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Again, I just we're just adding to the inconsistency here. So, yeah. If anyone can uh, leave in the comments and let us know what is actually suspendable and what isn't, that would be great because we're both deeply confused at this I mean, point. Even the NHL doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Bettman's like, oh, I, I guess we could throw out a suspension. Yeah. Uh yeah, that was uh that was all the violence we we're gonna discuss this week. Um yeah. and you know, it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Like yeah. physicality in hockey is granted. Yeah. And we all love that. We love a good fight. But you don't want to see players getting hurt. Yeah. And you don't want to see you know, unwarranted violence. I think rules should be established and more so than established, they should be enforced pretty strictly. Yeah, and not just rules. Punishment for breaking Punishment. those rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is what nobody is consistent on yeah it's, there's a rule everybody knows the rules yeah but no one's debating whether or not yeah no one was debating whether those hits were boarding or not mm-hmm. they were clearly boarding yeah we but can yeah yeah we can add this to the um what the hell is it uh alongside the uh, goalie interference yeah <laughs> boarding yeah what is boarding what is suspendable what is uh we sound like jeopardy at this point <laughs> what is xyz yeah what is boarding, what uh, is boarding? cousins on Cabranson. yeah wrong <laughs> Minus four hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Be like I saw it yesterday. No, no, it changed. Yeah, it changed. Yep. Uh, Shall we move off the ice? Yeah, let's do it. Couple more stories. To wrap up this week. Uh, let's talk about the St. Louis Blues. Mm-hmm. Fire head coach Craig Berube, replaced by AHL head coach Drew Bannister. Oh, premature. A little uh, jump the gun. I feel like every coach firing that's happened in season, I don't think was a coach's fault. This season, yeah. you're saying? Oh, uh, yeah. Woodcroft. Dean Eviston, and now Craig Berube. Mm-hmm. Just GM trying to save the ass or trying or, to save the team. Or, or, you know, 
I mean, Minnesota and Edmonton were basically like, okay, light a fire on the team's ass, Mm -hmm. right? Fire the coach, just get everybody waking up. Yeah. This feels a little different. Like, St. Louis isn't that bad. Yeah. They're They're, uh, one point out of the playoffs as of we're recording this. Yeah. On December 14th. Yeah. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they were significantly worse last year. Um, So the fact that they're, again, one point out of a a wild card, especially with how stacked um, some of the West is too. uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if I completely understand other than the fact that they need to just shake, shake some, uh, shake some urgency into the players. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. And plus like, uh, you, this is the coach that won you a cup. Yeah. Four years ago. And all the key players that won you that cup are gone. Yeah. Ryan O'Reilly's gone. Petrangelo is gone. Yeah. It's hard to blame. Craig you just lost Barbashev mm-hmm. to Vegas. Yeah. Or not lost. You traded him. Traded him. Yeah. Whatever. He's not there anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel a little bit bad for him. I feel like this he was just he was a scapegoat a little bit. Yeah. So if you had to pick a problem with the blues, it's not how they're coached. Mm-hmm. It's how the roster's constructed, right? Mm-hmm. So this is a GM playing their last and final card, which mm-hmm. is always fire the coach. Yeah. And hope something happens. Who's the I forgot who the St. Louis GM is. Doug Armstrong. Doug Armstrong. Is he on the chopping block next or i mean it feels like it now yeah it, this is a desperation move yeah and this is also the gm that won you a cup i don't yeah. get why the coach that won you a cup and the gm oh and the gm yeah yeah, yeah. did you not know you would be bad i don't know <laughs> what you were expecting yeah you... i i thought they were like kind of aware they were gonna be like you're not even that bad yeah i was like one you're not that bad two i i i was expecting worse from them this year to be completely blunt i was expecting them to not be this good um so I yeah I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around it. Yeah, so. I mean their young guys are so much fun to watch. Yeah, Rob Thomas and uh, Jake Neighbors, mm-hmm. a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, but um, yeah. But wouldn't you want Craig Berube in if you have those young guys to like kind of? I mean, th- again, like you said, this is the coach that won him a cup. <laughs> like clearly yeah. he did something right. Yeah. So I, just saying, if you want a new head coach, there's a couple good ones in the market right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Craig yeah. Berube, Jay Woodcroft. Yeah. I feel like we're going to see a lot of these guys back as soon as the offseason hits. I don't even know if it's going to take that long. I feel like, I mean, is, is there a rule where like the coach can? No, uh, I think you have to get permission from the team he's under contract with. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, maybe by next offseason. I, yeah. I feel like, honestly, I feel like maybe all three of them are coming back. You know, we're coming up on the holidays and we're planning to pre-record some uh, review episodes. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll talk more about the blues there. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. This is a this is a roster construction problem. I don't think any coach is going to help you here. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I guess, but yeah. yeah. All right. Last story for this week: mm-hmm. Washington Capitals may be moving to Virginia. Them, yeah, and the Wizards. So. Yeah, Wizards as well. So mm-hmm. this is from um, the owner of both those teams, Ted Leonsis, mm-hmm. building a new twenty thousand seat arena, practice facilities, yada yada yada, mm-hmm. out in Potomac Yards. Um, going to be costing two billion. 12 acre construction. Um, the move would be in 2028, mm-hmm. but uh, it's a non binding deal right now, which means no contracts or anything have been signed. Mm-hmm. We're just working off of this is what it's been announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is our intention, which makes this feel like a negotiating move. Yeah. I I have a weird, weird feeling about asking taxpayers. Well, one, if, I don't care that they're moving, but it feels weird that, you know, they're asking tax pay, for taxpayer money to support 
you know, entertainment and, and sports and, and stuff yeah. like that, especially in this economy. But yeah. um, I don't think I mentioned that, but basically why we're bringing up taxpayer money. Yeah. It's um, the plan still needs approval from local and state governments. Mm-hmm. And DC itself still wants the teams to stay in Capital yeah. One Arena and they want to refurbish Capital One Arena. Yeah. Um, but basically uh, the DC local government is now offering 500 million for them to stay mm-hmm. and they're in a bidding war with Virginia. Yeah. So this is like the DC local government versus the state government of Virginia. Mm-hmm. And for fans, I don't think it matters that much. No. Everything in this area is very close. Yeah. And there's a lot of good public transport in that yeah. whole area. So this is basically just Ted Leonsis trying to see which, which government will give him more money. Yes. Yeah. And that's the, that's the part I have a problem. I was like, yes, $2 billion is a lot of money, even for a billionaire. But one, these are your two, two, your two teams, and two, your ability. We're not like I mean I don't know. It's yeah, just, taxpayer funds going to yeah, private things, right? Yeah, it's just it, yeah, it's a sports team. It's an entertainment. There's bigger fish to fry in this. Like there's a there could be a recession impending. I don't know. This just seems like a greedy billionaire move i i yeah, yeah i don't know but how I mean, else to put it it's not out of the norm a lot of sports teams do this i know, you know? i'm not saying it's right but i'm just like yeah i don't know it leaves a bad taste in my mouth so. yeah and what bothers me is like the idea is that having the arena will help stimulate the city's economy it could yeah it maybe could. Yeah. but i feel like if you're going to take city money mm-hmm. shouldn't you give the city a stake in your actual revenue yeah probably is that how this works you sell a stake in it you don't just take money yeah right does that does that cross the minds of billionaires this is basically just governments bribing them to come to their yeah. state that's yeah. what it is <laughs> feels i don't know it just feels so strange especially with sports like, teams i don't know all the promised infrastructure improvements like i feel like rarely come or they come only for like a subset of people yeah like yeah. uh growing up uh we went to sharks games mm-hmm. and technically caltrain um stops at the stadium mm-hmm. but you know we never lived anywhere near a caltrain station yeah that would make it feasible we drove we drove yeah and we paid the fucking 40 dollar parking yeah, or whatever, whatever it was, it was. Yeah. or you fight for street parking yeah but um you know plus we were kids and taking public transport in california after that was not a good idea no yeah but um it's i feel like the benefits of that have come to a city mm-hmm. with a sports team are not never really outweigh the costs. No, no. So yeah, I I don't know. I if they move, great. If they don't move, also great, I guess. But it just it's it's more the premise that I have a problem. With, yeah, and you now know what I mean? like, you're basically negotiating to the media, right? You yeah. haven't signed a contract or anything. You just said, "Oh, I'm gonna move." Yeah, pay me to not move. Yeah, this is yeah, this is you know what this reminds me of. This reminds me of uh back in. I think it was 2010 when LeBron had the decision and it was broadcast. Like he knew he was going to sign with the Miami heat, but he Wait, made a whole spectacle about it. We were in about 2010. It just happened right now. with Shohei Otani. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That too. Yeah. That too. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's just like, I don't know this or John Tavares. Yeah. Or John Tavares. Yeah. Like five years ago, six years ago. Yeah. Whatever it was. Yeah. It's a, it, it's a little bit of a, not saying that he necessarily is looking for attention. Um, but, seems a little narcissistic i don't know no i think it's a negotiating move yeah, okay. to see which government will give him more money so there's still greed involved yeah uh, you're a billionaire bro <laughs> you really need the money <laughs> yeah he doesn't but yeah if someone he didn't become a billionaire by spending his own money yeah uh, yeah okay Congrats. capitalism baby <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> all right
that's enough complaining for this yeah. week, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Should we end on one positive note, actually? Sure. Uh, John Tavares. 1K. 1,000 points. In, in, the, in the island. Yeah. In a Leafs jersey. <laughs> so, John Tavares, who played for the Islanders a lot of his career, mm-hmm. famously went to the Maple Leafs in mm-hmm. a big media storm and controversy. Yep. Scores his 1,000 points against the Islanders. Mm-hmm. And then they lose the game anyway. But yeah. 1,000 <laughs> points against the Islanders. Yeah, yeah. Big achievement. And very fitting that he did it you know back in back in the island it was it was an away game for the mm-hmm. Leafs too so and, you know congrats and to him. man does the island hate him yeah i i, I wasn't sure i i kind of watched just because i saw like the headlines and stuff and mm-hmm. i i wanted to see if they were still holding the grudge and you know they are <laughs> i watched that game live yeah he didn't even have to touch the puck the first shift he stepped on the ice the whole oh, really? stadium just boo yeah yeah I remember watching the the first game that he came back to Long Island and there was like yeah. the jersey burning and everything. That was like I I I was just watching it from California and I was like, wow, this is uh I'm actually legitimately concerned for their safety. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or his safety. But regardless, he hit he hit the one K uh, in front of all of them, which gotta has to feel good. Unfortunately, there's the L at the end, but um, you know still a huge achievement and his dad gets got to see it too so yeah it was on during the dad's trip so. yeah yeah congrats to john tavares yeah ending on a nice little positive note but <laughs> yeah all right this has been glass seats we're out every week you can catch us on spotify apple and google we're also on youtube and instagram for those last two platforms at spud network podcast is the handle you can check out this show you can check out our other shows wherever you watch follow and listen if you can leave us a like subscribe comment review whatever it is helps us grow the show See you next week.